Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. And welcome to Rabbit in Red Radio. I am always John Spooky Rhodes, and the other part of this is the maniac, Michael J. God, with the spooky again, all the fucking time with the spooky. You know, I think you need a frontal, is that a frontal lobotomy, or is it just a lobotomy? Yeah. It's a frontal frontal lobotomy. But anyway... You need that. You just have to accept it. And I like how you haven't even mentioned anything about the moniker I've given you. Uh, Well, Maniac is a lot better than spooky anything. Each to their own. So, uh, it was kind of nice, though, to get to discuss Halloween last time. You know, to actually just get to air all the grievances and just talk about it. I I, I kind of enjoyed that. It, it was a little a little therapeutic. Yeah, but what if you know? people don't know what you're talking about? Well, this is also a nice little plug, Mike. Ah, yeah, see, I love the plugs, yep. So, if you're unaware, what I'm talking about is uh, our previous episode was a special commentary for 2018's Halloween. A brilliantly flawed film. You get that? See what I did there? Yep. Play on words? I like it. Yes. Yeah. Where, even through discussing it, Mike was actually able to admit it's not perfect. But so. I still enjoy it, though, highly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I even came out you know, on the positive spectrum, saying that overall the it's it has more good qualities to it than bad, but you know it, it's still flawed. So, yeah, that's all of it in a nutshell. If you want to hear a lot more, you know, you can listen or watch the commentary and uh, hear everything as we go through and I dissect everything that's actually wrong with their presentation of mental health and. Uh, well, there's a lot more that we didn't yeah. get to, but uh, that and how I would personally fix the film because I think there are ways to improve it. Yes, yeah, so you should watch it if you could. There's the 
link is on the show post to stream or download through Google Drive, Rabbit and Red's Google Drive, and, and view the uh, the film with the commentary. Yes. But uh, I have to say, Mike, um, our biggest complaint, really, that we shared was the ending and how we kind of felt they painted themselves into a corner where the proposed sequel um, is kind of left in limbo because we have no idea how they're going to do that. Well, um, there's ways, you know. Obviously, well, they know. Obviously, look, if Danny McBride and David Gordon Green are involved, which... Um, God willing, they're not. Well, from what I understand, they are. If that's the case, I don't know what the holdup is because they already said they have ideas on where to take the film. So, why not just do it? Well, Mike, uh, I was actually thinking about this ever since we discussed it, and it's kind of bothering me on, on how you could actually do it. So, allow me to present you with an alternative. You know, last time I, I very simply said we could just do a shot that wasn't shown of Michael forcing his way through the bars and exiting through the back of the house as it burned, right? Right, yes. Very simple cheat, something you'd probably seen a hundred times. Mm-hmm. What if we did something different what if we turned it on its head change the ending no no what if we in a way showed you the true ending and what i mean is let's look at the end of halloween 2018 now all that being said if you haven't seen it and don't want any spoilers you should probably fast forward now but if you haven't you're listening to this uh i don't know what the fuck you're doing um Stop wasting your time with podcasts and go watch the movie. I mean, seriously, if you're listening to a show called Rabbit and Red and haven't seen this yet, the fuck, get out of your mom's basement. Stop jerking off to anime porn and, you know, do something constructive with your life, like watching horror movies. Yes, stop with the raindrops already. Exactly. Jesus Christ, you're not going to make it rain anytime soon here, kids. That's right. Anyway, um, spoiler alert, uh, it ends with the confrontation between Lori and Michael, right? Correct. Where they fight upstairs and Lori gets tossed over the balcony. Okay. Here's what I want to propose. With the sequel, we we start right here. Okay. Just like they did in Halloween 2. Alright, we're going to start right here where we see Lori lock her daughter and granddaughter into the basement. Mm-hmm. Alright. And then we're going to we're going to abbreviate it some. We're, we're going to, you know, trim it down so we she just gets to that room where Michael is. And then we're going to have the confrontation, all right? And I think this is where it should change. Let's see Lori go over the balcony. All right, let's stay with her. I want to see the impact. I want to see the damage it did to her, all right? Mm-hmm. And let's, let's alter things. Let's say everything past that point is in Lori's concussed head. Okay. So everything that we saw past that in the end of Halloween 2018 was in Lori's mind. Okay? So the inexplicable character change of her daughter turning into a badass is easily explained because that's in Lori's mind. Okay. Lori coming with the one-liner and hitting Michael with the frying pan of, you know... 
Happy Halloween, Michael. It's all in her lot. It's all in her mind, and it you know we'll, we'll smooth it out that way. Of it makes sense because this is just how it would play out in her mind. Okay. So sixty. God, how old is she here, Mike? Sixty? Sixty-one? No, Michael's supposed to be sixty-one, isn't he? Yeah. He's, All right, so that like, would make Lori fifty-eight. Something like that, yeah. Okay. Either way, a 58-year-old woman taking one-story fall, I think it's more believable that she would have a concussion than just jump right up and fight a maniac some more. Right. Okay. So let's say that she has a concussion, Mm -hmm. and all that is a hallucination. So what really happened is Michael goes, rips open, or is... Michael goes through the house, all right, we see Lori, she's laying there. We maybe get a, a snidbit of the the actual ending from that one again of, you know, we'll show uh, a snidbit of Happy Halloween, Michael, and then finish it with her laying in the lawn, you know, eyes kind of rolled back in her head. Mm-hmm. Happy Halloween, Michael. Like, we're getting the understanding. This is all now in her head. Right. All right. And then we can end it. This setup with Michael actually finding the two, the daughter actually manning up to save her own child, not just this snap change, oh, I'm going to shoot him, but she actually has to fight. Of course, I don't like the character, so she's going to die. Right. Which is also going to make the stakes higher. All right. And then we can replay the original written ending that Lori's now kind of come around. You know, the granddaughter can run out the back. Mm-hmm. Lori's getting to her feet. And then we get the fight with Michael and Lori, all right, in the shooting range, except the granddaughter helps Lori to best Michael, Mm -hmm. all right? The cops are already en route, so we're getting the helicopter with the spotlight and everything, and it's granddaughter holding Lori, and we see Michael kind of stumbling off, holding himself, blood flowing, all right? And we stay with those two as the cops and everyone come in, and then you can jump ahead. You know, Lori's in the hospital, now whether she lives or dies, eh, that would depend on how much money Jamie wants for the contract. Well, she said she'd come back under the right circumstances, so I think she'd come back. Right, so we now have the dynamic that the stakes are raised, we don't know if Michael's alive or dead, mm-hmm. and Jamie's been injured. Right. Much worse than we've ever seen, you know, let's actually have some damage done here. Mm-hmm. Um... And then, you know, you can you can kind of play it that it's the town trying to come to terms with this, you know, a year later. Even if you want to go that far. Or let's say, let's break that tradition and say, fuck it. Let's deal with the automatic impact of this. You know, the police force trying to figure out what the fuck went on. Mm-hmm. The town utterly traumatized. Lori in the hospital trying to recover. And the granddaughter just dealing with all this psychological damage because her parents are dead. You know, her grandmother's injured, and this psychopath just destroyed her entire life. But then, Michael's not done. He might be injured, but he's not done. Right. So, let's bring Michael back into this, and, you know, say, third act, all hell breaks loose again. You could even have a nice little thing where, you know, you pay homage to the original of something taking place in the hospital. How it plays out, I don't know, but th- this is my proposed fix on how you 
correct the ending so you can have a, a sequel that takes place afterwards and makes sense. Do you feel that you'd like that sequel more than the 2018 film, personally? Um, depending on how they do everything, yeah. I mean, uh, I like I said, my favorite part uh, of the 2018 one was the, the Laurie-Michael dynamic. That worked for me 100%. Right. Um, like I said, there was a lot of characters I, I didn't particularly care for, which affected my opinion of the film. But I think by eliminating the two parents... Um, that that cuts down on that a lot, and it kind of streamlines the story for me. Right. And I think by not having uh, the doctor or something there, that's just a plot device to kind of move Michael in to everything that kind of masterminds it. Mm-hmm. I think that helps fix it too. Let's let's just cut this down to the core characters, and I think that would really help it. And like I said, um, I know. John Carpenter always wanted to get to kind of the the trauma of the town. And and I think really showing something like that is, A, how how many times do you really see that in a slasher film, the direct impact? And and B, I, I think it's just a good approach to pick up directly because Halloween's always done a year later. So what if it's only a couple days later? Well, it's not always done a year later. I mean, between four Typically. and five was a year. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, I see that. I do have another way to do it that I all think right, would be, years. you know, I, I think, um, uh, first off, I think that they should hire um, you to write it and me to be your consultant because you hate the franchise and I love it to the extent that I can, you know, give you the tools that you need to make it a film that we would both want to see. I I don't hate the franchise. I actually, I am a big Halloween fan. Um, the older I get, the more I come to appreciate it. Well, it's a thinking man's franchise. So, you know... Um, Unless then, you're talking about part three. Anyway. Uh, I totally disagree with that statement, but that's for another program. Um, so... What I would do, or what I think we should do as a thing, is um, I will play the character of Samuel Loomis Jr., who comes into the um, town now after Dr. Sartan has um, wrecked havoc on the town and ruined it and all that stuff. So I basically come in and fill in for my... um, you know, uh, take the place of my father, follow my father's footsteps, and go after the shape. I'm and, not writing uh, that. I don't want any part of that. And and I will go, you know, up to him and I'll be like, um, my father met him 40 years ago. <laughs> Actually, no, it was longer than that now, but still. Yeah. You know. But it's a whole. My father like, first thing. met him forty-two years ago. No, it was longer than that still. But you know, but the whole thing is, you know, I just wanted to play that character to pay homage to Donald. Oh yeah, it'd be like fifty-seven years ago. Yeah, Shit. about that. I have a um, I have a goatee now going again, and I am you know bald on the top pretty much. So. Uh, if if you noticed, my pitch had no doctor in it, Mike. Yeah, but you see, you need you need that dynamic to make it a good. That's what Halloween Laurie's film. for. 
Lori, Lori doesn't Lori can that take dynamic. the role. I mean, if you continue to have Lori, she should be that. Yeah, that but the fact of the matter. Character. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is, she's not going to continue to be in it. You might have her in one more. Right. But longevity-wise, she's not going to carry the franchise. She just can't do it or doesn't want to do it. So having Sam Loomis Jr. in there, namely me, you know, no. I can carry that franchise. No, absolutely not. I that can carry- sounds horrible. It sounds like something that would premiere on sci-fi. It doesn't and, matter. Uh, I, I will I will do it. <laughs> I'll be like, my, 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 my father was... was and then I would probably start crying. Why would you have a British accent? Because, you know, Sam Loomis had lived in the United States for how long? Years. But, yeah, so but he his, went back to he went back to the UK and had me over there. So uh, oh, oh, so you were like the bastard son that was sent to boarding schools back in the homeland and Yeah, and see the thing is I have a deep resentment against my father because he was out chasing Michael Myers instead of raising me. Alright, right. He, so we could we could really like scream this bitch up where you were like the mastermind behind Sartan and We could we could do that, but then in the end I end up, you know, doing the ultimate um loving tribute to my father. Yeah, no, no. No, that's just muddying the waters. Absolutely I, not. I want to go like like we'll have a thing where where where, where I'm at um, you know, my father's grave and I'll just like I'll, I'll I'll get his trench coat and I'll put it on the tombstone and I'll be like this one's for you, Pop. And we can have Michael in the background watching. It can be raining. Fall leaves, you know, scattering along the ground. That's how you open it, Mike. Just a slow zoom through the cemetery along the grass. Yep. Yeah. I, we I see pudgy it. legs <laughs> with a cane standing by a tombstone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slowly tilt up and we see Sam Loomis. Mm-hmm. The trench coat falls over it. Rotate around. See your hideous fucking face. <laughs> yeah. like Blubbering that. like a fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Because somebody put a styrofoam, you know, fucking tombstone that said Sam Loomis on it. <laughs> you know, rotate up so we get the full effect of you standing there crying. <laughs> Dad, I'm going to do this for you. I know you never actually loved me, but... See Michael standing in the background. Then there could be a confrontation between the both of us. And I could fucking beat him to death with my cane. Nah, he should just walk up and stab you. Pick you up off the ground and throw you over the tombstone. You know, I would actually be okay with that, because then it would would send me to death. Uh, Father and son reunited in death. I'm all for it, let's do it. You know, there was actually a web series that was continuing uh, H2O. No, there There wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a web series. I, I, oh, God. I think uh, it came out in the beginning of the summer. I don't even know if they continued it, actually. But it was all about uh, John Tate returning to Haddonfield uh, because his mom died 
and it, he was uh, haunted by you know what had happened, and you know he thought Michael was still possibly out there, and uh, it was looking to be interesting, and they were teasing that they were going to involve more horror icons, but you know, like a lot of that independent stuff, they right. just didn't have money, and it stopped. Is it? Is there anything out there that pertains to it right now, though? Um, I'm not sure. I'd have to look, but I know there's at least the first episode. Uh, Hopefully there's more, but I don't know. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched the first episode. Do you remember how long it was? It wasn't long. I think it was about 15, 20 minutes, maybe. Huh. I've made movies longer than that. Well, it's not a movie. It's you know, It was set up to be a web series. I've made web series episodes longer than that. Well, that's your own fault. <laughs> All right, before we really move on, um, uh, I think really the only thing, at least that I've seen recently, that's kind of noteworthy is uh, Hellfest. I don't know if you've seen any news or or anything that's, that you want to bring up before we, we uh, take our first break. But there I, should I, be a sequel. I enjoyed Hellfest immensely. I think that ending is great. I know you were bitching and moaning it. I want a longer chase. I want a longer chase. No, you don't need it. It's so good. It yeah, is there so wasn't good. much tension is all I really what felt. What do you mean, no, not much tension? It didn't get me, man. When, um, fucking her, when, when her friend was in the fucking guillotine and she fucking got a... You know. Oh, you felt tension with that? Oh my god, yes. I almost I was... shit my pants. Oh, I I was a little surprised she got away. I just thought he was gonna, you know, force the blade back down and cut her head off. Yeah. I, I knew she was a goner. I was just surprised she got away. I like that though. Um, no, I, I overall enjoyed it. I like uh, you were saying I was bitching and moaning. I, I gave it four stars, man. That's better than Halloween got. Uh, no, I, I thought the characters were great. The the uh, atmosphere was amazing. You know that I would love to go to that fucking park. Oh, I'm sure but, uh, you would. Like I, like I said, I, I just felt like it was... I don't know what it was. I felt like it was lacking tension. And um, the the third act chase. You know, slasher films are known. That's the iconic part. That's that part that hooks you, that you remember. It felt real quick. Mm-hmm. And at no point was I like, oh, fuck. Oh, they're going to die. Oh, shit. It was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Oh, that was, oh, that was good. It was over in like five minutes, you know, ten minutes tops. Yeah, it, it that, felt abbreviated. But that ending, the ending itself, did you know? Oh, I love that. I love that. It felt a little weird to have it there. Like it, it felt like they should have at least put Hellfest up and then cut to it. Yeah. But it felt almost out of place. Like I really think there should have been a break of the title or something. But I love that. I love that you just saw him go home like it's a normal day. I do have the question of uh, what happened to his stab wound, but, you know, I love that. I love that it's just a normal guy. He goes home. He has a daughter. That's amazing. That's perfect. I, that that was amazing and, and exactly what I wanted. It's just the rest of it, they should have taken some notes on uh, other slashers on, on how to do that, but everything else was great. I wonder if we'll get a sequel. Any, any no, thoughts on it, that? it fucking bombed in the theaters. Doesn't matter. Do a direct video. I'm just saying, man. It nobody went to see it. I mean, I wanted to. I yeah, so did I. Gone from theaters too quick. Yeah, and that's disappointing. They needed to, uh, you know. But um, 
No, I, I thought it was really good, and I, if you haven't seen it yet, I, I do suggest you check it out. I mean, it's it's a modern slasher. Um, it's it's not as good as we're used to, but modern slashers usually aren't. But f- this one, the characters feel like real kids, uh, and the environment's amazing, and you do get some cool kills. Mm. Yeah, so. I could give it that. And since uh, Mike is actually agreeing with me, I, I think it's time to take a break before we uh, destroy this cycle. Holy shit. Yeah, this is going to end real quick. So we're going to take a break right now, and we will be back right after this. I just wanted to hear what that sounded like. There we go. In a world gone mad. As you know, the Doomsday Clock is a symbolic clock face analogizing humankind's proximity to extinction. One man must fight to survive on the global junkie of the future. You maniacs! You blew it up! Ah, damn you! God damn you all to hell! Which... Versus the Doomsday Clock is that man's story. His search for entertainment is transmitted across time and space for your listening pleasure on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and your Android device. This podcast is not fit for human consumption. Side effects include laughter, concern, nausea, vomiting, and blame for more artifices. The magicians accept no responsibility for any side effects, illness, or death range of my cause. My effect guarantees worth nothing. Zero, zip, zip, sh- uh, overall, no sausage. In short, you get nothing. Nothing. Good day, sir. I'll twist it up
Alright, and we're back. And holy shit. We came back to something very, very good. Oh, Jesus. I <laughs> doubt it, but... Um, well, no, I, I told you off air. Um, Kino Lorebear, the, the small boutique label, is now getting into releasing 4K discs. 4K Ultra HD All right, discs. Well, we're, we're, very we're excited. We're going to take a pin, Mike, and we're going to put it in that and all I other 4K I things you have. I wait until the 26th. God yeah. damn it. We're we're gonna we're gonna put that up on the board and we're we're just gonna hold on to it. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna cry. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. Just last night was the State of the Union address. State of the Union. I started to watch it and then I fell asleep. I didn't watch it. Um. I. I actually watched Hellfest instead. You had but, no desire to see the State of the Union, did you? No, not really. I I also didn't watch the Super Bowl. I watched Glass. But. I didn't watch the Super Bowl either because the Eagles were not in it, so no need for me to watch that, bitch. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you the last time I watched the Super Bowl. Maybe, actually, next year, if, depending on how things go, maybe we can host another horror alternative. You know, I'm actually, rabbit uh, this time. Yeah, started uh, pimping it beforehand instead of too close to the game, and yeah. Anyway, that got us thinking, why don't we discuss the state of horror? Let's talk about the current issues with our beloved genre. And I think, uh, first and foremost, we should talk about the elephant in the room, because it's here... Because we're just talking about it. Halloween. So let's talk about the elephant in the room with this one. It did gangbusters, right? It, it, it made fucking so much money at the box office. It did. But... It's because it's so good. There's no sequel. Uh, and, and here's... There should be, though. I mean, there could be. Technically, there really could be. Well... Let's let's talk about that. That's that's what I want to talk about right now. First and foremost, why doesn't it have a sequel, Mike? Why isn't it already greenlit? Why isn't this going? I mean, shit! With the amount of money it made alone in theaters, why wasn't it greenlit straight off the bat? Yeah, you would wonder that, right? I don't. Um, I mean. It was supposed to have been. I don't know why the hell it wasn't. I thought that it was. I guess not, though. No. No, it is not. It has come out that, you know... I think Blum is gun-shy. Well, here, let, let me pose this to you. When is the last time we've had a good franchise? Uh, not, not even a good franchise. When's the last time we really had an ongoing franchise? Friday the 13th from 1980 to 1989 well, basically well let me let me help you out Mike because you're 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 going too far back uh, I I think at least to my knowledge the only current one is the purge okay I can um, give you that the purge right and then before the purge was uh, uh paranormal activity right yeah 
And then before Paranormal Activity, it was Saw, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so... It's weird, in our current state, we can really only sustain one. And that's what it seems like. We had uh, The Purge. And the, the Purge is still going. Um, it even has its own TV series. All right, so it's going strong right now. Paranormal Activity did well. Right. For We got five of those, Mike? Uh, Paranormal Activity got... Uh, no, you five got six. 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 Ah, uh, that's right. I always forget the the one that's kind of attached, but not really. Um, and then we had Saw, and Saw's weird because they came out one every year, and then it was, I believe, seven years, and we got Jigsaw, which was, I guess, an attempt to reboot, get the franchise going again. Yeah, definitely a reboot scenario, and it it. It didn't work. I mean, the the film's fine. It fits right in with the rest of them. I didn't see it yet. I'm uh, I've I've seen it on home video. I didn't rush out to see it. No, I but, I have the 4K. I just haven't watched it yet. Oh, the fake K. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. Um, once again, putting a pin on it. Um, but you know, before that, we had what Scream. Uh, yeah. I mean, but again. Scream wasn't continuous. You had 96, yeah, 97, then you were off. Two then, years? Wait. Well, yeah. Two or three years. Well, Scream 1 was 96, Scream 2 was 97, Scream 3 was 2000, oh, okay. and Scream 4 was 2011. Right. So, my kind of question is, why can't studios get a franchise going right now why are we in such a, a lull with franchises and it's not for a lack of trying well I mean, it is because they is don't it? they don't try well they don't try hard enough the thing is it does not take as much effort as they're putting into it really it doesn't you just need to fucking sit down and just do it <laughs> i i i you are so close to having what my answer is, Mike. It's, it's almost funny. Um, I think the problem with studios is uh, that they they are trying so hard to get these going. I mean, over the the years, we've had uh, Texas Chainsaw. Shit, they've tried to get that going, what, three times now? Reboot. Uh, no, no. Remake, reboot, and then another reboot, right? Or right. prequel, whatever the fuck you want to say. Yeah, it's all over the place. It right. doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, it's almost as bad as Halloween. <laughs> no, Halloween is <laughs> really not that bad off. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that at one point in time. But um, we've had Friday the 13th try and come back. And uh, here, here's the thing with these people. Uh, Texas Chainsaw was greenlit a sequel. Friday the 13th was greenlit a sequel. We had uh, Nightmare on Elm Street attempt to come back. It was greenlit a sequel. Um, Halloween has come back, and it's it's not greenlit a sequel. Um, I, I think the biggest problem with this is with studios is they're trying, they're trying to do all the math mm-hmm. and, and hit what they think is going to make it successful. And their biggest problem is is it's that it's soulless. 
instead of finding uh, a filmmaker with passion for it, right? Um, and really letting them run with it, that they're trying to control the whole thing, and that seems to be what studios really do now. I mean, if you look at so many films, there's so much studio manipulation. Whereas we look at the the heyday of franchises, right? Back in the eighties, we had. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, off and on again. You know, we had franchises going like crazy, and there was more than that. These are just the big hitters. Mm. Um, they didn't really try and control them. I mean, we'll use Friday the Thirteenth as the example. Uh, that was just, hey, here's what was the average budget back then, Mike? Thirty thousand. Or higher? Or? No, they had. Uh, I think I'm trying to remember back because I did read Crystal Lake Memories. Um, I think like uh, you actually read that. Wait, you can read? Uh, surprising, right? Wait, what grade level are we talking here, though? Like fifth grade, sixth grade? Well, Crystal Lake Memories is a pretty thick book. Um, uh, did you get the audio book? Or are no. we just talking about you read the back of the uh, Blu-ray cover and then watched the seven hours of... No, surprisingly, <laughs> I've not even watched that entire documentary yet. Really? Really. Because It's not bad. Well, the, the thing is, I was watching it, and I'm like, you know, I read this in the book. So yeah. it's just weird for me to go back and, and watch it when I read it all before. So now you finally understand what it's like for me to watch so many films having read the book. You finally get it, Mike. Oh, my God. It's a breakthrough. Yeah, well, this is different, though. <laughs> See, because books based on movies are different. This is this is not really based off of... I don't know what the fuck. I don't even know if you can count this based off of a book because it's a documentary, but still. No, it's, it's they're just off the same material, and yeah, yeah, which is you know, but still, that that's it's just tough for me to to get through it in that regard. Regardless, um, yeah, but um, no, I think the 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 budget was at least for like the earlier Fridays. I think it got up to maybe like two or three million. Okay, so we'll we'll say two million. And from my understanding, their involvement was what they they hired a writer, got a script, and then hired a director and said, go make a film. Right. And, and that was pretty much their involvement. They were really hands-off with those. Now, things were a little different with Halloween because those were a direct studio property, right? Mm. But well. they were still more hands-off. The only time that I'm aware of in my research and, and well, I can't really say research, just my my love of, of the films and, and getting to know all the, the shit behind it uh, is, like, they would go off on screenings. You know, they'd get a film in and be like, eh, I don't know about this. What if we did some reshoots? That's the, the depth of, of my understanding of it, whereas now, you know, they're, they're fucking meddling with it before the film's even done. Right. I yeah, mean, basically. Oh, oh, case in point, uh, I mean, this is not a franchise, but uh, a perfect example, Wes Craven's Cursed. Yeah, I mean, that's look, right. They they fucking 
you know, that was the Weinsteins back in the day. They fucking... Um, 90% of that reshot. Yeah. Completely recast some roles. Plot completely changed. And uh, according to... Uh, what is it? Uh, Lucier was the editor on that, right? Yes. There are three complete cuts of basically a different film for that out there that he has. <laughs> That's insane. That level of involvement and meddling. That's fucking insane. I would like to see all three cuts, please. Uh, well, yeah. But but here, here, here's my thing. With that, I think that's what's killing franchises. I mean, well, even if we step outside the horror and look at, you know, franchises in general, there's not that many that are successful. No. Marvel, if you want to count that as a franchise, is kind of the exception to the rule. I mean, DC has floundered at attempting it. I mean, past that, uh, Die Hard's kind of floundered because that last one was fucking dog shit. Yeah, but this next one is going to be really good. It's going to bring it back. And, well, it's going to ground it and kind of reboot the whole thing because we're going back to when it wasn't Bruce Willis because Bruce is too old to play it. Well, no, but he's still supposed to be in the film as John McClane. Yeah, he's going to have flashbacks. Ooh, this is just what I want. I'm all for it. Eh, it could be good. But, you know, it, I think that's the problem with it is studios are too hands-on. Um, because... I was even thinking about this a little earlier. If we kind of just reflect back to our best of lists, how many of those were big studio films? Mm -hmm. I mean, I know my top two were, but, I mean, the horror ones on my list really weren't big studio films. I, I, I think that it's always kind of been the case that you might get one or two that stand out, but by and large, I think indie films are where it's at. And it always has been the case. And before you fucking little internet nerds out there want to get all, well, you were just talking about Friday 13th and Halloween. <laughs> Those are independent films, jackass. They, they were. were bought by studios and sequels were made. Mm -hmm. They are indies. You're very much correct. I'm sorry. Internet nerds piss me off. <laughs> I hate the internet. I'm getting old. You certainly are. <laughs> yes. I know the feeling, though. I'm right there with you. <laughs> but, you know, when we look past that, the state of horror is really fucking weird right now to me. Because independent films are fucking thriving. And then when we look past that, we have some big studio that are trying to cash in. Mm. And then we have some really big indie films that are just trying to, I don't know, I, I guess garner attention or, or show how good they are. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at you, Hereditary and uh, A Quiet Place. or Ugh. Yeah, to both of them. Ugh. Well, I didn't see A Quiet Place, but Hereditary. Ugh, oh, God. Uh, well, you've pretty much already seen A Quiet Place if you've seen a monster movie where there was a gimmick to it. Um, as I said before, I can see where some people with families and stuff relate to it. I don't have that, and I thought it was kind of ballsless. But if you have a family and can relate, great. I'm glad it connects for you. For me, I... Meh. 
I, I think it should have done something that wasn't expected, like kill the woman and the baby. I mean, let's 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 not do what people sitting in there in the audience expect. Because when you go in and see a woman that's pregnant in danger, mm. how many of you are thinking, "Oh fuck, that bitch is gonna die." They're gonna gut her and rip that baby out and eat it. No, you're like, they're never gonna do that. No way. Right. It's like, yeah. It's, it's it's like the dog. The dog always comes back in the end. Yeah, I know. Even Muffin did. Exactly. We saw that fucking dog eaten, but that motherfucker came back in the end. God damn you, Muffin. <laughs> God damn you. I don't understand it. Muffin should have been dead. <laughs> But we always got to have that happy ending, and we always expect that. So when that's subverted, I don't want that happy ending. I want the fucking exactly where you know everything's in turmoil or chaos, and you don't yeah. know what's going to happen. I want that where shit you, should be subverted. Yeah, where that ends, and you look and you're like, "Wow, they ended it here. What's what's going to happen next? Where I'm does not it go? Spoil anything? But you're gonna love class." Oh, yeah? Anyway. Really? I still have to watch Unbreakable, by the way. You've never seen it? I don't think I've ever seen Unbreakable. Wait, okay. We're gonna... We're... <laughs> uh, putting the brakes <laughs> on the state of horror. state of horror. How the fuck have you never seen Unbreakable? I just... I saw Sixth Sense. And... I'm see, still pissed the ending was ruined for me. Real, that was ruined for you? I'm surprised. Wow. Um, oh, let, let me paint the picture for you. Yeah, I, I know I've said it before, but if you haven't heard it, I have to paint the picture. Yeah. Alright, so The Sixth Sense came out when, Mike? 95? Uh, 99. 99? 99, really? Yes, correct. Alright, so I'm in ninth grade. Probably. Oh my god, you're in ninth grade? That was 14, a year, 15. That was uh, a year after I, I graduated exactly. high school. Alright, so I'm in ninth grade. I'm in my local uh, video store, um, Film Fest. You know, I'm standing in line with the VHS in my hand. I'm excited. Everyone's been talking about how great it is. I'm finally going to get to see it. And this guy in front of me is talking to the cashier. And yeah, I can't believe Bruce Willis was a ghost the entire time. <laughs> Blew my mind at the end of Sixth Sense. I'm just standing there holding it. It's like, no. <laughs> no and like he turns around and smiles at me and walks out not even knowing and then I walk up and set it down and the guy's like oh shit sorry <laughs> it's still a good movie though kid fuck you this should be free now <laughs> <laughs> did you say that no oh you should have I should have yeah but I still enjoyed it but n- none the- how the fuck have you not seen Unbreakable never seen Unbreakable um well I don't know I saw Sixth Sense I think my parents went to the movies to see Unbreakable, and I didn't. And I had always wanted to watch it, but I never, never watched it. And then The Village came out, and I remember I watched The Village, and I'm like, this is really a shit pile. I don't really enjoy this film at all. Um, And then what was after, was um, Lady in the Water after The Village, or what was after The Village? I think think. it was Lady in the Water. Yeah, Lady in the Water I like. I like No, 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 no. No, Signs. We're missing Signs here. Signs is here, yeah. I like Signs, too. I think Signs is after the village. No, no, no. It was before. 
Signs was before the village. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was uh, Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs, The Village, and then Lady in the Water. Ah, because it's it's kind of a steady decline after Signs. Yeah, so, I mean, some signs... people say that's on the downhill. I don't consider that on the downhill. I like Signs. Yeah, I like Signs too. Um, yeah, yeah, but I never got around to seeing Unbreakable. So, well, here here's I have the thing to with watch it. Unbreakable. Um. Uh, I, I, I just rewatched it yes. uh, probably like four days ago. Yes. Because I haven't seen it since it was out on VHS, and uh, Sarah had never seen it, so we watched it before Glass. Did she enjoy it? She did. Um, the only things I can really ding about it is the soundtrack sucks ass. I mean, it it, it sounds like something that was made on Windows 98, you okay. know. It, it's, it's a fucking horrible soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard better in porn. Wow. Um, and uh, it's a, a family drama at heart. And I don't like those typically. It's just not my thing. Right. But the core of the story, the mystery, is around Bruce Willis and whether or not he is... Um, trying not to ruin this for you Mike whether or not he is uh, more than the average human ah ah and that that is really good the the whole way that they approach that and um, leave that kind of an ambiguous mystery but get into the whole thing I really really like that would you say that's M. Night's best film Uh, it's probably a sixth sense. So that's his best, and then Unbreakable. Would you think that's his close second? I would really have to rewatch Signs to be able to answer that. Wow! I, I can tell you for certain it's not you know The Village or Lady in the Water. Ooh, let me tell you the the big twist of Lady in the Water. Yeah. The writer in the apartment building, he's going to change the world with his writing. And by the way, that writer is played by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Fuck you, you pompous asshole. <laughs> Fucking jackass. Uh, you know what? I would love to get M. Night Shyamalan on this show to hear how you would talk to him. <laughs> I want that. I, I would have to ask him. All right, before we really get into this, M. Night, uh... In retrospect, what's what's your feelings on casting yourself to play the writer that changes the world? Did you do that ironically, or did you really just like I'm the best? I'm the best person for this role. Time to make the donuts. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fuck <laughs> you, M. Night. Anyone? Any, how hard would it have been to call up Bruce? Hey, Bruce, you want a job for a day? <laughs> I wonder if Bruce was, like, hard to work with, especially on Glass. Because you know how there's, like, this whole, like, he has this, um, reputation for being, um, difficult. Your whole, he has his reputation for being difficult is coming from Kevin Smith. Oh, it's not just Kevin Smith. I think other people have said it as well. Okay. Kevin Smith's whole spiel about that is because Kevin Smith 
is an incompetent filmmaker. You okay, I disagree with your. I disagree with your statement. No, no, no. Have you he heard his whole spiel on it when he's yes. talking about we're going to start right here and then we're going to pull out? And Bruce Willis is just asking, okay, <laughs> what are you going to use? What what kind of lens? Oh, I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna use one that starts right here and pull. No, but <laughs> what? So I know how to look. I don't know. It's <laughs> cameraman's job. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, actually, it is. Go it is, smoke another blunt, the, you fat fuck. Well, actually, he doesn't. He's not fat anymore. Since his heart attack, he was then. Since his heart attack, he's dropped down to two o five, and he is a vegan now. Wow, I've and, lost even more respect for him. What's that? I said I've lost even more respect for him now. And, fucking vegan. And um, February twenty fifth. Of this year, which is the year anniversary, a year ago, that day, is when he had his heart attack. He will be in um, Louisiana with Jason Mewes, um, starting to shoot Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I remain optimistic. It might be good. Because you love Kevin Smith. I don't love Kevin Smith. You love I. Uh, he's. Mm, I like his comedies. I like uh, some of his early stuff. Um, Do you like Clerks? No. Fuck you. I like Clerks too. Well, Clerks too is brilliant, but Clerks is amazing. No, I don't um, like Clerks. Do you like Mallrats? I like Mallrats. Do you like Chasing Amy? Chasing Amy is his best film. I agree. Do you like? Um, well, actually, that Clerks is a close second to that, and then Mallrats. Um, do you like Dogma? Yeah, Dogma's not bad. It's funny. Do you like uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Yeah, I haven't seen it since I was in high school, but yeah, I used to laugh my fucking ass off at that. Do you like Jersey Girl? Uh, no. Oh my god, it's a brilliant film. Um, Let's see, I'm trying to think. It's just not my style, Mike. Do you like I- Tusk? No, no, that is a fucking awful Tusk film. is brilliant. What is your problem? Awful. Do you like Red State? No, not really. It was ah, okay. It's disappointing. Yeah, man. Somebody from the Nightmare on Elm Street remake was in that. I figured he'd love it. No, it's not a good film. It never captured me. I was never like, this is amazing. I thought it was kind of dumb. Wow. And then wow. it just got dumber with Husk. Ooh, you mean Tusk, not Husk. Oh, yeah, Husk is actually a good film. Tusk is a retarded piece of shit. Yoga Hosers is actually really good. That's the continuation. I'm not watching that. I believe you have it. I hope not. I think you do. (sighs) Kevin Smith just needs to retire. He needs to write comic books. That's what he should do. Do podcasts, write comic books. Give up on films, especially horror films. You're you're not good at them, Kevin. I'm sorry. I disagree. No, you you just like Kevin Smith. I love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All you right. Know, so you're lucky. You're lucky he didn't die of that heart attack last year because if he did, my world would be forever changed. Yeah, I still wouldn't care. I'm sorry. <laughs> but back. To our main course here. That's right. We're tying it right back. We're, we're going to dig back into that stake here to wrap things up. The state of horror. Thank God. 
Kevin Smith's not putting anything out recently. I hope he does. I hope not. Moose Knuckle Jaws. Moose Jaws is coming. Yeah, fuck that film. Um, but I, I think the indie films, that's really where it's at if you're a fan of horror. I mean, oh, we're at a fucking buffet you know, metaphorically speaking. I'm not actually setting out a buffet. I'm sorry. But look at everything that's out there now. I mean, so much is coming to Netflix, Shudder, uh, all these exclusives that are out there. And then on top of that, there's just all these uh, awesome indie companies that are putting out titles. Um, and all you have to do is, is really follow the community and not be a pompous little jackass to dismiss stuff. Actually keep an open mind. Um, uh, Mike, you, you shit all over the idea of uh, uh, pie whack. Um, isn't it pie man, whack it? I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't it's know how to say it. pie whack it. Sure. You whack it. Yeah. Whatever you do, just watch it, though. Uh, I really like that film. I think... Uh, I'm going to have to buy that one. Um, another one that everyone talked about was Mandy. I don't consider it a horror film, but god damn, I can't get that one out of my head either. Uh, which, by the way, anyone out there that actually listens, the media book, there's a commentary on it. Is it in English, people? I need to know this. Yes, it's in English. Then why wasn't it available on the fucking U.S.? Uh, god damn, U.S. companies suck. Why can't you be more like Scream Team releasing? Shit, fucking assholes. Um, Scream but, oh, Team! I, I'm, I'm Scream Team all the way, by the way. Uh, but we got shit like Art the Clown and Terrifier. Fantastic. I, I cannot wait for a sequel to that. You're not getting one. Oh, they're, they've been talking about it, Mike. You'll see, a, you'll see another Halloween before you see another Terrifier. I don't believe that. I do. I, I'm going to buy you a copy of Terrifier just to help support it. Uh, I mean, The Barn 2 is coming. It is, I, I really think that horror fans should just support indie right now. I mean, yeah, the, there are some things that are studio to look forward to. Um, first and foremost is uh, Blumhouse taking over the Universal Monsters. Yeah, now that, that, that's going to be interesting. That's a little presumptuous because right now they've only mentioned... What, The Invisible Man, is it? Right, but I feel... Yeah, I, I think I think everyone's going off from that as to if they will continue the quote-unquote dark universe. Um, and I can imagine they, they are going to pull this off uh, because they're not going to try and make him into a superhero. You know, he's not some downtrodden man with a heart of gold. No, he's a fucking guy driven insane because he's invisible. It's not hard to pull off. It would be cool if they still had Johnny Depp for it, but I, I don't think they got the budget for that. Mm. I don't know. He's. I think his star is kind of going down, so I think he's coming back to the stratosphere of uh, being affordable somewhat. I, I mean, fuck, I... I would love that. I, I I think Johnny Depp's one of the greatest actors that we have right now, so fuck yes, bring him on. Hmm. What? Give me... Mm. <laughs> yeah, really? Who would you rather see in that role? Um, shit, I don't know. I'm going to have exactly. to think on that one. 
but uh, that's something to really look forward to. Um, yeah, everyone's saying Friday the 13th. Go fuck yourselves. I will believe that when the court case is settled. It Until was then, settled. I don't... No, it's it's still being disputed. Oh, I thought they settled it. No, there there, there has been a ruling made, but it, it's already... It's a ruling right now. Yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. There's, there's more shit going on. It's not done. Right. So I don't care if it's LeBron James, Elon Musk. I don't care who it is. It's not happening until the court case is done, finalized, everything is settled. Mm -hmm. The only way I see this happening is if somebody with enough money comes in and it's just like, I'm buying the rights. And then... That all all depends if they want to sell at that point. It would have to be a shitload of money. Exactly. And that's that's what it's going to come down to, is how much money you want to invest into this. I mean, is it... It is a known quantity in the horror genre. I mean, Jason has invaded the zeitgeist. You put on that hockey mask, people may not know his name, but they know what it is. All right? Mm. So that's just if you want to invest enough money. Um, I don't know. It's kind of debacle. Uh, But past that, man, I can't think of a single thing that's big budget coming out uh, really, the only thing that's kind of that big that I'm intrigued by mm-hmm. is the Twilight Zone TV series coming back. Yeah, but that's on CBS All Access, so I... Which is bullshit. Why is that not on, you know, normal TV? Uh, I don't know. I wonder that. There's there's a few things on that CBS All Access that you wonder. But I have but, it, so, you know, it's not like that, I have to That does worry. make me curious, though. Why Why are more networks pushing that shit off the air when, you know, that's the shit that people remember? X-Files. I don't give a fuck what you say. That was a horror series. Yeah, of course. You it know? It definitely was. Tales from the Crypt. Uh, Twilight Zone 80s. Twilight Zone original 50s, 60s. Uh... You know, the Outer Limits. There's been so many. And, of course, I'm leaving out the monsters and the dark side. There's so much that's amazing. And Hannibal, of course, most recently. Those god-awful base motels. They were great. I don't know what your problem was with those. Uh, Too slow, and they didn't actually tie into... It's all cock tease. Oh no! It it's all leading up to Psycho. It's all prequel. Exactly. Just kidding. It's not really. Go it, fuck yourselves. It is though. If I want a prequel, I'll watch Part Five again. Was it Part Five? It was Part Five, right? It wasn't Four. Uh, no, it was Four. Fuck. Yeah. Edit that to make me sound smarter. It was Part Four, and I will. <laughs> But yeah, um, and I really think that's where it's at. Uh, until until somebody that actually cares about the genre mm-hmm. for a big studio steps in, really the best studio action we're going to get is Blumhouse. Yeah, no, definitely. But that's why I'm saying Blumhouse should be able to get a Halloween off the ground with, you know, they've... they've shit, they made a happy death day to you, which comes out... Uh, in Friday. a week, we uh, no, it's uh, is it? Is it this Friday or next Friday? No, yeah, I, I think it's next Friday. When you are hearing this, it'll be Friday. 
Probably, yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I mean, you know... Yeah, they usually put those out within a year. I mean, they're they're pretty good about that, so I'm curious what's holding them back on Halloween. I think it's, um... I th- everyone seems to be afraid of the slashers, the big ones to continue them, because everyone's been greenlit, and I think they don't want to greenlight it like so many have before, and then it falls away. I think they want everything figured out before they officially say yes. So I think they want their script. I think they want their 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 creative team. I think they want that all lined up, and then they'll say yes, instead of being like any number of the other ones that have been like, fuck, this took number one opening weekend? Greenlit! <laughs> Three weeks later, well, you know... I was only joking when I said that was greenlit. Yes, yeah, so when it was first greenlit, or what, even, you know, whenever it was put out there, whether it was or it wasn't, that's when we should have moved on it and just made the thing in three weeks and then released it. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's really it, people. Uh, much past that, make sure and go check out our group page. There's actually some activity on there. Mike tries to post some news. I mostly post the shit that I watch. (laughs) Interact. Tell Mike to shut the fuck up for a little bit. Yeah. Tell him to actually watch some movies and less uh, porn or leave it to Beaver. Don't forget Father Knows Best. Starting with episode one tomorrow morning. You gotta really wonder what kind of Beaver he's watching and what kind of Father Knows he's watching in the you mornings. You know what? Speaking Oof. of that, you're talking about Beaver. Before we go, I just have a story I gotta tell you real quick. Is it about Zombie Beaver? No. It, it's it's something much better. I Good. um I got a new uh, uh trimmer for my um beard, Oh Jesus Christ. For my beard and because I, I searched oh. I oh, searched okay. I searched Amazon for man groomer. And <laughs> Jesus like there's they they have these things that are like this big fucking thing that looks like a lasso that you like wrap around your back and it's supposed to get your back hair. I have a hairy back, but I'm not about to use that on myself cuz it just scares me. So, I get this for 20 bucks. I get this 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 trimmer for like and styler for like a beard and stuff. So, I do that cuz I, I there'd be periods where I wouldn't shave for like a month or more and my beard would get insanely out of control but I figured you know what I, I, I like the goatee look so I'm gonna like try to keep it like you know at a reasonable length and just keep the goatee going but uh you know it, it's been about um I want to say six or seven months since I did downstairs and let me tell you something gentlemen ladies two don't go that long (laughs) because um yeah uh there was an incident um because i didn't use any of the the number um guides you just went straight zero i just went straight zero and let's put it this way i was down on the ball area and I felt a stinging, and then I noticed that there was blood coming from my balls. 
Wow. All right. And uh, we're just going to leave you with that nightmarish image in your and head. Michael J. standing there I, naked with blood coming from his balls. And I and I, I was like, and my hands were down there. And, like, there was blood on my hands. And I kept thinking, like, Carrie in Carrie. Where they're they're like, all going to laugh at you. Plug it up. Plug it up. And I'm like, well, there better not be a hole big enough for me to have to plug up on those fucking things. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna brighten this, people. We are leaving on a downer. <laughs> you have to imagine that until we are back to discuss 4K in our next episode with uh, a special Is guest. Is that our uh, next can... episode? There's not gonna be one before that, really. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, hopefully, we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, uh, have we nailed down that special guest? By the way, can we announce that? Um, which one? The special guest. Uh, for the 4K one, you mean? Yeah, yeah. That that's 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 good to go. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so our special guest. <sighs> drum roll, Mike. Drum roll. It's a big one. Is none other.
That was horrible. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.